Today, I'm going to be taking you behind the scenes and giving you truths of mediumship. So there are a lot of myths floating out around there, and I want to clear the air. So whether you are a sensitive spiritual soul who is giving readings in their business, or if you are someone who wants to open up your mediumship and your ability to connect to spirit, this episode is going to be giving you the top myths that I've seen in my experience. And this will give you a lot of knowledge to help you as you move forward in your abilities and your business. So stay tuned. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. All right, today we're going to be talking about the myth of mediums, but this also relates to Let's say if you're intuitive, which you are, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that I'm going to tell you every single person is intuitive. You just have to learn your intuitive language. But this also applies to any kind of sensitivity. I almost thought about naming this podcast Pet Peeves of Mine for, for the myth, but I do think that it's important to educate. So I want to talk about how we can flip the script on some of these beliefs. But I also want to give a shout out to Samantha Mary. Samantha says, just started listening and I feel so connected. Shared this podcast with a few friends just after the second one I listened to. Love how Whitney talks about spirituality and intuition, relating them to real life situations and not just in the woo-woo world or when you're deep in meditation. I feel like I'm just chatting with a friend when listening. Thank you, Samantha. I absolutely love reading these reviews. And by the way, for you right now listening, I would love for you to find me over on Instagram. You can find me at Messenger Spirit and tell me what topics you would love to hear more about. And you can also download your favorite episodes through your podcast app. And this will also tell me which episodes you are loving so I can make more of those. All right, let's get into the myths of mediums. All right. One of the myths that people think is that mediums are just always reading energy and always kind of peering in to see what's going on. If you've ever met someone who is brand new to this world or doesn't exactly know how this works, you might have heard and tell me on Instagram if you've heard this well, what do you see around me now? Or what can you tell me about my future now? Or, hey, I met this guy. What do you think? Like intuitively, what do you get? And while this can be very harmless, this is a huge myth. At least the way I teach my students. 
we do not need to be on all the time. If we were on all the time and reading every single person that we came in contact with, one, we would be drained and tired and seriously imbalanced. And I've seen this happen where people just then start to not understand what's real and what's not real in the spiritual world and can be very confusing, but also it's not ethical. Absolutely not. So I'm not going to just enter someone's vibration one without their permission, because that would be really rude. And I don't need to be knowing about their stuff, nor would I want somebody to come into my vibration with that. So one, no, because you're ethical, but two, you got to have boundaries. One of the things that I tell my students is, Hey, don't read for friends and family. Because if you're reading for friends and family as a medium, then they're just going to expect that you're going to be always reading them. And you can't ever just be your friend or the daughter or the mom, whatever the role is in your life. So it's more of, no, I'm going to keep my personal life, my personal life and my mediumship life, my mediumship life. This is instrumental in helping you stay grounded it's instrumental in helping you have balance. So please don't be somebody out there going to the grocery store and reading all the people there. I know I just pissed off a lot of people, but I'm serious. If you decide to work with me, that's what I'm suggesting. Everyone is different. You can have your own unique opinion. There's TV shows about mediums walking around the grocery store giving messages but that's really opening up a spiritual can of worms. If you're having problems where you're like, Whitney, I don't want to, I don't want to read everybody, but I'm just, you know, I go to, let's say a, a concert and I'm getting all this information about people. So one, you can say, no, thank you for that information. And Talk to your protector guide and talk to your doorkeeper guide to say, hey, I do not receive information from other people unless I'm in a reading. All right. I got a little passionate about that one, but that's a big one. Now, another myth that people have around mediums is that the mediums, if they're really gifted, they should just do it for free. Oh, my gosh. If doctors are gifted, do they do it for free? If writers are gifted, are they doing it for free? No, while you can choose to have a philanthropy of mediumship and what you're doing and you can do certain things for free, it does not mean that you're real if you do it for free and that you're fake if you charge money. I truly believe we're all here to live our life purpose abundantly. And sometimes when intuitive souls talk to me, especially in my spiritual business incubator program, they might say, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can charge for the service. It's, it's so easy for me. And I'm like, great. That's because the world has kind of taught you that you have to work really hard for money and that work shouldn't be fun. And this is, you get to charge for your service. I want to see everybody live their purpose and joy and make money at doing it. We live in a world where money is necessary. A lot of times people have an abundance block around money, like, oh, money's bad, or, you know, I can't, I can't take the money, or I feel bad asking for it. If you have that block, that is very common, and no worries that you have it. It's just bringing the awareness to it so you can shift and you can change it. 
So for me, I no longer do one-on-one -on -one programs. So how students work with me is through my group course for intuitive languages. And then if they want to work more closely with me, they can join my membership aligned. And then once a year, I'll open up Intuition Abundance Academy and Spiritual Business Incubator. So while I have paid offerings and paid programs, I still have free things, which is part of that philanthropy. I know that there are people out there who really need this information. So I do a podcast and I also will do videos. If you go to my website or my YouTube, you'll see tons of videos with information. And on this podcast, you've got lots of information too. So just know that if you're out there thinking, Ooh, I've got that block Whitney, you nailed it. Know that you can do both, but there's nothing wrong for charging for what you do. And if you haven't listened to the episode of Denise Stuffield Thomas, where let's make more money with ease. Mm, that's a good one for you. That's a great resource. Now, another myth of mediums is that mediums only talk to dead people and that's it. Eh, wrong. Mediums talk to your spirit guides and they can also have the ability of being psychic as well. So let's just break it down right here. If you are one of my students, you already know this definition, but for those of you listening who are not familiar with this, I want to be really clear. Psychic is the act of connecting to mind. So mind to mind. So your thoughts and your emotions are outside of your body. This is why we can sometimes pick up on somebody else's thoughts that we're really close to or finish their sentences or when we're in their energy, feel like, Ooh, I feel really good. Or, Ooh, I don't feel so good. So, Psychic is mind to mind, meaning you can read what's on someone else's mind. Mediumship is connecting to spirit guides or loved ones in spirit, but mediums can give information about the past, the present, or the future because they're working with their spirit guides. If you're thinking of psychic being past, present, or future, all you're doing is really connecting to someone else's mind and seeing what happened in the past and seeing what their intentions and hopes are for the future. With working in the true mediumship definition, your spirit guides are going to be more accurate for getting messages about what's coming up for you. Your spirit guides are like on top of the hill going, hey, I see what's coming up there. You got to take a right turn and you've got three opportunities coming in for work. And one looks like this, another looks like this and so on. Yes, mediums connect to spirit, which technically are dead people. But a lot of times people think that's all it is, is only connecting to loved ones in spirit and giving messages. And some people think psychic is past, present or future. So really, those are the true definitions of psychic and medium. And a medium can be psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. I could go way into this. And I talk about it more inside of my program. But I think you get the main point I'm trying to make here. All right. After this really quick break, we're going to come back and talk about more myths of mediums. So stay with me. This episode is sponsored by my six-week intuition and spirit guide program for intuitive languages so that you can clearly and consistently communicate with your spirit guides and understand your intuitive messages. Finally, trust your intuition, stop the second guessing, and have confidence in your spiritual gifts. You can go to messengerspirit.com forward slash my intuition to get four intuitive languages now. 
as a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. All right, thanks for hanging in there. Another tidbit I wanted to add about mediums. Sometimes people say, well, how do I know if a medium is connecting with my psyche or a loved one in spirit? Like, are they just kind of connecting with my mind? And we just talked about psychic and mediumship. But one of the things I want to say is mediums receive messages from spirits. And while they have the ability to connect with their aura or mind, they primarily receive information from the spirit guide. So what happens is you will get information from loved ones in spirit or spirit guides that you never even knew. I have had clients come in and I'm like, hey, you've got this person. And I'm just going to say, Suzanne, Suzanne's in spirit. She's a grandmother energy. She's just coming in. She wants to say hello to you and blah, 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 blah. And I'll say, you know, this person was on your mom's side. And the client can look at me like, what are you even talking about? And then goes back. I remember this. I got a review when I used to do one-on-one readings and the client said, oh my gosh, Whitney named three people that I had no idea existed. And I immediately called my parents after the reading and they're like, oh yeah, that's grandma so-and-so. Oh yeah, that's aunt so-and-so. And she's like, I had no idea. So absolutely she knew I wasn't connecting to her mind because she had no awareness at all of these people that have passed. Now, another myth that people have about mediums are that they can connect with any single spirit the client wants to connect. So if you're running a spiritual medium business, please tell your clients that you're only able to get loved ones in spirit, maybe about 80% of the time, 80 to 85, just depending. And this is because not every single loved one in spirit is able to come through. And I covered this in the episode of what happens when we die. There's several reasons why loved ones can't come through. This isn't necessarily a reflection on the medium's ability. It's the spirit. Sometimes they're just not able to come through. So mediums cannot force a connection. That's the truth. And spirits choose if they're able to come through or not. Now, another myth that people will have about mediums is that if they get a reading that they're going to draw in all these negative things or they're going to be just really open afterwards. So let's talk about the truth to this. Well, one, if they get a reading, perhaps that medium does talk to their loved ones in spirit. So now the medium gave them more information, which brings the awareness up of the client. The awareness increases. So now when they go home, they might have more of a heightened awareness of everything around them. Like, oh, I heard a bump or, you know, I I saw this flash of light. The truth is spirits are around you all the time, but the client can shift their awareness and become more sensitive to spirit communication. So now that you have spirit on your mind, you start thinking of other possibilities for the noise. 
it's about shifting your awareness. Spirit's already there. You didn't open yourself up to anything else. It's more about you and your sensitivity. Another myth is that mediums should be able to answer detailed questions all the time. And really, to be honest, if you're a medium or not, this applies to anyone that's intuitive, like anybody that's talking to spirit. Sometimes we think our spirit guides are going to tell us all the answers. And then we are met with a reality that is not the case. Sometimes we're like, is my intuition broken? Are my spirit guides on vacation? You know, WTF here, what is going on? And it's more, hey, we can't tell you everything because if we did, there would be no challenges, there'd be no learning, there'd be no lessons for you. So you often have to make your own choice. So sometimes when people have asked me questions and readings, the answer is like, hey, it's up to you. Or, hey, can you rephrase your question? And spirit can tell you the energy around your options, but they're not going to tell you what to do because you have free will, but they can give you some guidance. Again, mediums cannot force the message. Spirit determines what flows through. All right. The very last myths of mediums that I want to talk about today is I shouldn't have to ask questions or talk to the medium during my reading. Ooh, that's a myth. One, the more you talk to your medium, it opens up your voice vibration, which means your energy has a bridge. And the more that you're making a sound or talking means you're more open, you're sharing instead of being closed off. So the medium can receive more information because you're basically saying I'm open. So for instance, when mediums work with a client, their spirit guides talk to the client's spirit guides, and then they receive the information. If the client is refusing to talk, the spirit guides are going to be like, sorry, this person's closed off and we can't really give you any information. So that's one reason why it's important to talk to your medium. Now, I don't suggest telling the medium everything. So whenever I used to do readings, I'd say, I, I want to be a blank slate. Like, don't start talking to me about your questions. Let me just give you all the things that I'm getting first, and then I'll have time for you to ask questions. But understanding talking can be very helpful. Another reason it's helpful for the client to talk to the medium is because the medium will or receive information from the client, but may not know exactly who the spirit is. So a medium could say, I have a woman and she passed of a heart attack and she's on the mom's side. And, you know, do you have a mom or aunt that's passed into spirit that matches this? And if the client is not saying who it is, it is kind of stopping and blocking that message. And it's hard to get anything else after that. The medium can continue to give messages, but they didn't necessarily get a validation from the client as to who this person is. So it can be a little bit harder. So the client could say, I understand or I don't understand. So it's really helpful for the medium to know if the client is understanding what in the heck they're talking about. If not, if the client doesn't understand, the medium can get more information to help the client understand. So that can be really integral. But sometimes clients will say, well, I already asked the people in spirit, you know, the question, so they should know. Well, one, they might not have really asked correctly so that the spirits around them might not really know. Sometimes the client just thinks they did, but they might not really be 
schooled in the way of communicating with spirits. But also it's important that the client ask the question in the reading because the medium spirit guides are not hanging out with the client before the session. So the spirit guides actually need to hear the question so that they can go get the information. And the guides around the person is like, okay, yes, this is okay. All right. There are other myths of mediums and intuitive people, but I wanted to kind of clear the air. So for all of you out there who are mediums, I wanted to kind of give you some tips in business. And for all of you who've never gotten a reading or who are wanting to open up your mediumship, I wanted to give you the truths out there and not leave you wondering. If you've not taken my free spirit guide masterclass, I highly recommend it. This will help you start to communicate with your spirit guides and I link to it in the show notes. Now, if you want to learn how to open up your intuitive ability and clearly receive messages from spirit, that is the first step to mediumship, learning how spirit communicates with you. So inside my four intuitive languages program, I take you from ground zero to learning how to communicate with your guides. And we have a one-on-one -on -one mediumship there. I'll link to that in the show notes. And there's a mediumship workshop that I'll link to as well. Giving you a lot of resources and I will see you inside of the next episode. But for now, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review. And a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at messenger of spirit. If you want to continue the conversation, join my free Facebook group at messengerofspirit.com forward slash group. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.